Wake up. Ce n'est pas un rêve. I'm Joy. I'm Heather. <laughs> and that was me saying in French, this, this is, is not, not a, a dream. dream. <laughs> Woo! Oh, I didn't mean to clap. We, we're, tr- we're trying to make the intros interesting in some way. So I was like, why not try to say it in a different language? So now every week we're going to say it in a different language. Apparently I was looking at the most complicated ones. So, so it was like, oh, how exciting. Swahili. Look. Immediately. <laughs> Hey, it's gonna be fun because every week we're gonna we're gonna run out of languages, mm-hmm. and we're gonna be like making up languages at some point. I'm ready. Okay, it's gonna be fun. I'm so. I want to start out by saying thank you to everyone who is rating and subscribing and reviewing. We have 19 ratings now and four reviews, and I wanted to read their reviews because I'm super excited. Joy I heard doesn't. Them. She doesn't know them. Look, I don't have iPhone, so okay. I don't get to see them. <laughs> It's on Apple Podcasts, yes. I tried to actually go on to Apple Podcasts, but then I like opened up iTunes and it was like, mm-hmm. you don't have an Apple device, so then it wouldn't let me log in. Oh. I was like, that's cool. <laughs> it does get confusing. Um, so first one is from Zachary Lucy Photography. He says, these two make listening to podcasts fun and enjoyable. They go about telling these stories in their own way. And what I love about it is one person knows and tells the story while the other brings the listener's mentality into the show. It allows the questions to be answered. They interact well on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) And they can be themselves during the show. It's great. Give it a listen. You won't be let down. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It means so much to us. Uh, My brother-in-law said, I guess, because it says Kev Gla. Kev- Kev- Kevin Glutch, I'm guessing. If it's not you, Kevin, I don't know. He says, I LOL'd all the way to the store. Lit. Lit. <laughs> and then there's like Kev Gla. He's like, I'm not your, <laughs> I'm not your brother-in-law. Uh, yeah, I know. He Kev Gla messages me and he's like, I'm offended. I'm really he's upset. He's like, you got my name wrong. <laughs> uh, Tommy Robles, hope I pronounced that right, says, love you, Heather. This has been really good so far. And then we have Lemon Peach, who says... I New didn't favorite? get loved by that last guy. What? He no. He just said, lo- I love you, Heather. Because he probably doesn't know you yet. Wow. This was like the f- after the very first episode. You know what? I just met you and I love you. Oh my gosh. So I'm ready. Um, <laughs> Lemon Peach says, I love their voices and the way they tell the story. They give all the necessary facts and still had fun with it and shared their opinions. I will definitely be tuning in again. Aww. Thank you guys so much. Thank I love reading you. these. It's really sweet. Um, even if they're, I don't know. It. no feel free to say so what, <laughs> whatever you guys want i love it um anything you wanted to say before we get started today um Joy? just thank you guys for all the love and support it really means a lot to us and i was super excited to hear those not gonna lie i was waiting i was pretty pumped to hear those <laughs> um and just the fact that like we have so many listeners already is really really awesome yeah there were two um John said he was telling some of his coworkers about it, and then mm-hmm. and I know them too, so they're like acquaintances, and they listened to the first episode and gave some feedback, and it was exciting. Was it good feedback? Yeah. Oh, yay! Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. No, they hated it. Th- they were, they were like, like, tell them to stop. They're like, can I have that time back? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so should we just head on into it? Should we just Let's dive just right into the... Oh, God. Put on your swim trunks. We're going. We're going in. <laughs> you want to try that again put on your swim trunks we're uh diving in no it was worse okay here we go Wait, put in that pinky nope. toe <laughs> all right so today i have 
a pretty to me it's very disturbing and I keep thinking in my head I'm like it's very disturbing to you Heather but does it is it disturbing to other people I'm, I'm guessing it will be I, I hope. honestly don't know what it is I know I know and I've been like hinting at it all week like oh my god I'm really pumped to hear okay. this so I'm just gonna come out and say what it is all right. it is and I don't know if you'll remember this this happened back in 2009 all right um it was when Travis the chimpanzee ripped that woman's face off oh do you remember that I like vaguely remember that yeah Yeah. so it's like this horrible story about this attack and how it could have been prevented and how people are idiots and how bad I feel for this woman I like think this is why I'm terrified of like monkeys thank you (laughs) oh anybody listening to this that knows me I'm horrified of monkeys they're like one of my biggest fears so they're not cute they're freaking scary (sighs) they're so human they've got the human they're like almost human but they're not so it's like a monster oh my gosh it's so creepy to me i think like i don't even know like baboons scare the shit Uh. out of me like have you all seen a baboon's fangs don't look it up because you'll be scared don't look up any fangs ever again chimpanzees too like damn they are they're they're scary so sorry this story huh Oh, I'm scared this now. I was not expecting this. Start, uh, it's great. Okay. I'm ready. Oh, I've got so much to say, so let's go ahead. All right. I decided I wanted to start out by kind of just explaining a little bit about chimpanzees and giving a background because I don't think people understand how big and scary and whatever they are. So just to let you know, I this, this, this Travis the Chimp did mm-hmm. rip this one's face off, but they are usually omnivores, so they mostly eat fruit. These are, you know, in the wild. Mostly eat fruit, um, but insects and meat does make up about, like, 2% of their diet, so they technically are omnivores. Um, they are known to eat other small animals. They can eat other primates, which mm-hmm. is crazy and creepy. They'll eat their babies. I was reading. I watched a lot of Animal Planet. Did you? Yeah, really? they would, like... They eat their own babies? Yeah, like... Sometimes. They'll, like, attack, like, if somebody's cranky, they'll just, like, kill their babies. I'm, I'm an wait. animal lover, but, like, monkeys scare me. Oh, wait. These Chimpanzees are will eat their own babies or other people's babies? Like, other people's. <laughs> like, I like, there'll be, like, a tribe of chimpanzees. Oh, and they'll, I like, see, I see. kill okay. the kids sometimes well, or kill each other and eat That's them. what I'm talking about. So, Africans do fear them. In Africa. Blame them? Yeah. In Africa, they're, they're just... All over. I tried to see if there was like a specific category, like a specific country that did this or a community, but it seems like just all Africans. Uh, they call them too close for comfort because they're so okay. humanoid. They're they're so humanistic. I don't know what the right word is. They're, I feel like it's almost like what we fear about like the like stereotypical like alien. Like it's kind of human, but yeah. it's not. Yeah, it, exactly. Uh-huh. That same idea. Uh, they would make masks depicting like insanity and horror on the faces of like the chimpanzee mask because they just see them as these crazy creatures that are dangerous and scary and the attacks on humans are rare but they do happen despite this fact okay they're rare but they do happen despite this many states still allow them to be kept as pets even to this day and like I feel like there's sh- there's probably some that are good, but it's still a wild animal, and I feel like anytime there's a wild animal, like you don't know what's going to happen. Exactly, that is like the moral of this story. I don't hate chimpanzees; they just scare me. They just terrify wanna, me. I just want to put that out there. So when we're talking about Travis, okay, specifically, he was a little, a little different than an 
average wild chimpanzee, which makes it worse and better at the same time. So just so, by the way, his name is Travis because he was named after Travis Tritt, the singer, the country singer. Oh, that's so cute. Every time I hear Travis, I think of Jody, and I just don't want to get into Jody. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the minute he said Travis, like, before Jody. we started, Jody Arias Jody or whatever. Arias. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Never mind. We're, by the way, we're recording this in Mesa, Arizona right now. We're, like, not that far from that house that happened in. Isn't it's that crazy? It's terrifying. We're probably 10, 15 minutes away from that house. I'm going to throw up. Isn't that crazy? Well, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's get back to the chimpanzee. <sighs> so Travis was born in a chimpanzee sanctuary in Missouri in 1995. Precious little baby. He was adopted when he was only three days old. They literally <gasps> went into his mom's oh cage, shot her with a tranquilizer, <gasps> And not shot her the gun. Tranquilizer oh, so, so they sad. could take her baby and, like, oh sell God. it. Okay. That's this baby, this petite baby, was sold for $50,000 in 1995, which, I looked it up, is about $83,000 today. Oh, so, my gosh. Like, super expensive. I'd Has inflation really gone up that much since 1995 <laughs> or 85? 1995. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was Sandra and Jerome Harold. The, this couple that adopted him, mm-hmm. they raised him like their own baby, literally like a human baby in Stamford, like Connecticut. Mentally okay for that chimp. It's not mentally okay for Sandy either, and we will get into that. I'm sorry, I keep interrupting. I'm just so no, pumped. no, you're fine. You you feel free, of course. So yes. here's a here's an interesting <laughs> and very disturbing fact. Mm-hmm. As if this whole story isn't interesting and very disturbing. In the wild, chimps are about 88 to 132 pounds. Okay. Okay. So like yeah. a like an adult, like a like a adult woman or something, like a skinny adult woman. I don't okay. really know how to explain it. Uh they are 5 to f- 7 times stronger than a human of that same size. Okay. So imagine like a tiny adult woman, but like she's as strong as like she's secretly the Muhammad Hulk. Ali or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. It's probably stronger than that. Oh, my God. Uh, especially in the upper body and very, very, like you said, sharp teeth. Just oh my God. a terrifying mix right there. Here's the thing. Travis? Was Travis that weight? No. 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 Oh Travis was domesticated, quote unquote. He got fat. He got morbidly obese. <gasps> Travis was 200 pounds. Five oh feet God, tall. That's like an obscenely obese chimpanzee. Exactly. There's pictures of him online where he looks, he's just huge. He he literally is like a person. It's, it's. Ooh. I just pictured this like really fat chimpanzee on like a couch, like waiting for her. Like, you his, are like, not dinner. wrong. I'm going to get into the story. You, you're <laughs> so right. You hit it on the nose. Really? I'm so serious. Oh okay. <laughs> so here we go. Sandy uh-huh. was the one who adopted him, right? So Sandy and Jerome. Mm-hmm. We're going to go a little bit into Sandy's background because it's very important okay. to the story. We will be getting to the horror of the incident, but I do feel it's important to do some of this background. Sandy grew up in Stamford, Connecticut, and I only know of that city because I watched The Office, and that was what one of their branches was in Stamford. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jerome is her third husband, and the two became millionaires because they started a tow truck company and an auto business in that town and became very well known as like the you know it's a small town how old was she so when the attack happened she was 70 she was pretty old when it happened yeah and again i'm like 
I did so much research, but I'm still only like 95% sure of that fact. But she was definitely old, and she was in her early 70s when she died. And she died less than two years after the attack. So she's maybe like 60-something or like 50-something when they got him? She, she Yeah, she's pretty okay. – she's old. Yeah, that's pretty old. She's not a not, young – It's not old, but like – She's not like 25 when she gets this chimp yeah. is the point. Yeah. That's what I mean. So <laughs> you're not old if you're 60. No, no, it's just she's. I think you were thinking that she was already. I was or thinking something. that she was like maybe like late 20s, 30s. Yeah, no, Damn. definitely not. Sandy had a daughter named Sue. They mm-hmm. were very close growing up. They actually barrel raced together, and during a competition is when they met the very important person of our story, mm-hmm. my dear sweet Charla Nash, oh. the victim. Oh. So they met her when she was only 18. She was a runaway. Wait, so Sandy wasn't the one who got her face ripped off? Nope. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. So they met Charla Nash mm-hmm. when she was 18. We will come back to her. Just wanted to throw that name out there as okay. this is part of this part of the story. Sandy also, at the same time that they were barrel racing, met a chimp for the first time. And this chimp took to her and, like, they fell in love with each mm-hmm. other. And she was like, oh chimps i must have one and make it obese wait so this was the five day old chimp that she fell in love with no oh this, this was, was a random one. chimp that was oh. like a circus performer at one of the oh. the barrel racing competitions she was in with her daughter i have a question what is barrel racing it's when you ride a horse and you are oh. like swerving in between barrels oh okay really fast i thought it was like when you're like never mind standing on a what? barrel what like when you- you're standing <laughs> on a barrel and you're like trying to I was like, that's a really weird hobby. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, so, anyways, okay, so she fell in love with the chimp at the circus. Yes, <clears throat> just a random note. Like, that's when her love started. <laughs> so, Sue, eventually, Sue is the daughter, eventually got married and moved away from Stanford. Now, Sandy, who clearly has it just all together in the head, flies off the handle about this. Can't stand the husband. Can't stand that she's not talking to her daughter every single day. Now, I'm going a little hard on her here, but I've just, out of everything I've read, I don't think this woman was completely right in the head. She doesn't have her priorities straight, and it there's th- certain things that she does that really bother me, and this being one of them. She guilts her daughter so much it over like, just trying to live her life away from her. It sounds like she has, like, separation anxiety yeah. or, like, something that he mm-hmm. always needs. She just always has to be taking care of somebody. Right. Exactly. So she gets married, moves away. Sandy was bitter, heartbroken, did not approve of the husband. That is the point where she went and adopted Travis, Mm. which she only has one daughter. So like the one daughter goes away and she's like, I can't. I literally can't handle being alone with my husband. So I need a chimpanzee. So which is, you know, you want to find adopt a pet, adopt a normal pet. Yeah. Okay. Don't adopt something that's going to be dangerous. But yeah. Here we go. I don't condone keeping a wild animal as a pet. I don't. I just, and that was before before I even heard about this story or researched it, I felt that way. Mm -hmm. I don't think that, I mean, it's cute when you see like gifts online of people with tigers on their couch and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that'd be so great. But then I have to remind myself that those animals are wild. They will never be domesticated, no matter what. They will never be. They're not bred. They're not evolved to be domesticated like 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 cats or dogs are. It's like okay to have them, but you still need to respect them. So you'll see here that Sandy 
Sandy had, took no precautions and she ignored a lot of red flags. And mm-hmm. I don't think that that was wise or smart or anything at all. Yeah, because like not like kind of side note, but like I used to work at like an animal sanctuary and a lot mm-hmm. of our rescues were people who thought that they could have these wild animals and treat and it they like a dog. One it. was a tiger and like they had all these crazy things, but like they didn't realize that once they're not babies anymore, they're big. Yeah. And it's hard to take care of something like that. Right. So Sue eventually divorces her husband, comes back to Stanford, and now has a young son mm-hmm. and moves in right next door to her mom and dad or stepdad. And they're all happy. They're working together every day at the tow truck business. Travis is like the face of the business. He goes in this tow truck Aww. and like waves at people. That's and so cute. It is very cute. When he's a young petite BB, it's mm-hmm. very cute. If you like chimps, I don't. <laughs> I think it's cute. <laughs> sorry, I'm so. They scare me so much. Inside, I'm so Heather's sorry. just like disgusting. <laughs> don't dare like that chimp with me. I'm not doing business with you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it. I mean, it is cute. I put that aside. That I'm. I am freaked out by them. Because there's a difference. Mm-hmm. As I was doing research on chimps, which was <laughs> great, chimpanzees when they reach adulthood change they change they become like sexually full grown and that's when they become dangerous yeah that's why every chimp that you see on like a tv show or every chimp you see in a you know circus or everything Mm -hmm. they're always prepubescent chimps because they're less dangerous you can't predict what a like fully sexualized male chimpanzee is going to do you cannot predict it so yeah, she doesn't care. It's her baby. It's yeah. literally her baby. She raises this thing like a child. Yeah, and I'm sure it'd be hard to like you have a bond with something. So they work together every day. Around 2000, so Travis is five years old. Mm-hmm. Sue remarried again, had two more kids, moved away again, and it upset Sandy again. And guess what? Again, oh, no. she does not approve of the husband. Separation anxiety comes back. She flips out. Travis is her only son, et cetera, And I feel like all that anxiety and things would probably feed off on Travis, too. Like, I feel like right. she could totally feel that. Right, right. Oh, are we getting to this? No, we're getting to a lot of oh, stuff. Oh, dang. Sorry. I'm not trying to jump <laughs> no. ahead. You're right. You're right, though. Dang. So she ended up calling Sue daily just to complain that it was upsetting to her that she wasn't able to talk to her every day. Mm-hmm. I couldn't handle that kind of guilt tripping, and that upsets me. I'd be pretty pissed, but honestly. I try to understand from her point of view, but I also feel like that's not healthy or normal. So she should have talked to somebody about that. So sadness happens. Um, as much as I don't like the choices that Sandy does, she did have a very hard life. She really did. Mm-hmm. She had a lot of loss. Um Sue actually died in a car accident. <gasps> what? Yeah. Very, oh very sadly. Um, yeah. Just a regular old car accident. Uh, but the grandchildren, there was a there was one of the grandchildren was in the car and they survived. <gasps> it was just San, or Sue that died. Sandy became very distant from her grandchildren after this. I'm guessing because she didn't you know get along mm-hmm. with the dad. Um, so at the funeral, she actually ended up making this huge scene. And screaming at the husband saying, you killed my daughter because of this. Because oh of God. you, she's dead. Like just getting goosebumps. Yeah. It's just so sad. It's very sad and very, you know, 
just unattended issues, I guess I should say. Yeah. That she she should have been seen for, but she just breezed over it. Yeah. So it's kind of all building up in her life, and that's why I had to give some of this background because it does come into play later. She was angry. She was depressed. She considered Travis her only son now, literally, because she had no daughter anymore, and she didn't talk to her grandchildren. It was very sad. So I'm going to go and kind of explain how their daily life was with Travis mm-hmm. and as he was growing up because there was a lot of time in between adopting him and when the attack happened he was 14 when the attack happened so oh, wow. uh yeah he was a a full adult bruh when he oh, when the attack nice. happened not surprising so travis like i said was like a well-known celebrity around town he drove with a tow truck people waved police officers took pictures with him Aww. uh he was very much like loved by the whole community nobody was like why do you have that everyone just loved him loved to say hi to him knew him by name i mean obviously if you've got a chimp walking around yeah. town and like people are probably gonna know who in he public is. all the time because she took him out everywhere every time they left the house he was every day to work he went with them he slept in the same bed with them she took baths with him uh <laughs> okay I'm a, i have a list here of things that he could do like a human are you ready for this Yes. All right. So, again, 200 pounds. 200 pounds at the time the attack happened, I guess I should say. Okay. He didn't get obese immediately. But still, he was he was big, always. Yeah, let's say he's good 185. He's a big okay. dude <laughs> most of his life. And he could open doors using keys. He could oh. dress himself. He could water plants, feed hay to his owner's horses, eat at a table mm. with the family, log onto the computer and look at pictures, Watch TV using a remote control. Learned the ice cream truck schedule because he loved ice cream so much. He brushed his teeth using a water pick, one of those like electric uh-huh. toothbrush things. He could drink wine from a stemmed glass. And he, if you look at, um, there's some interviews mm-hmm. buried on the internet of Sandy talking about him. And like before he, the attack happened. And mm-hmm. she talks, like she jokes about it and like laughs, but it's like, that's that's scary she's like oh yeah a couple of times he took the keys drove the car (gasps) and they're like in like on like public roads oh yeah (laughs) i'm like oh no like holy shit (laughs) so i feel like if i were like her neighbor and like all these like i feel like over time you'd be like i feel like you could trust somebody being so human-like that's it in a way so which is scary Exactly. You have to remember it's a wild animal, but it's so hard because he was so domesticated, quote unquote. Yeah, like he sounds like he literally grew up as her son in every way. There's no way she saw him as less than a yeah. human son of hers. So and the separation anxiety was like, know. I feel like if I were a neighbor, I would just see, you know, he feeds the horses. I right. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't I feel like it'd be hard for me to expect like what eventually happens. Like, yeah. even though he's obviously a wild animal, but like damn Mm -hmm. that son's got some skills yeah so at home sandy had a bunch of like big cages made for him in the house like specialized she again a millionaire so Mm -hmm. she just built everything for him gave him everything he slept in like i said slept in the same bed Mm -hmm. everyone kind of liked him and everything but there were a lot of people that were that were saying you know it's not if he attacks, it's when he attacks. They were just like, oh, it's wow. a ticking time bomb. We know this isn't safe. 
Yeah. Um. Uh, but basically, the, a chimp that was living among people, it's not safe. And despite being around humans since he was literally born, he's not a domesticated animal. He, yeah. he, he's not gone through those, like, years and years of evolution to become that. Yeah. Sure, he was raised to be domesticated, but he's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, he could snap without warning any time. And I have a quote here from Colleen McCann. She was a primatologist with the Wildlife Conservation Society, mm-hmm. and she worked at the Bronx Zoo. She said, they are wild animals, and all wild animals are potentially dangerous. They are not pets. This is tragic, but it's not surprising. Yeah. And I feel like, too, it's like when things like this happen, it makes it harder for people to not to see those animals not as, like, these horrible creatures it's just a creature that needs some respect exactly that's a really good way to put it it's he's he's not like this terrible monster and it's i I feel bad because i feel like a lot of what i say is coming off that way because i am so scared of them because they're terrifying they are so scary but it's true you you just you don't need to hate them you need to respect them and let them live in the wild where they belong yeah they're incredible creatures i just don't want it sleeping in my bed or I'm so driving my car. <gasps> oh, I feel so bad for him too. Just I know, like I'll get to it, but yeah. Yeah. So, 2003 rolls around. There is an incident. There um, is what? the first red flag, and what? not only is it like the first red flag, but it's like the biggest red flag that could ever be waved over anything ever. It's like, it's like. Yeah. (laughs) So they were out for a drive in the truck. Just, you know, hey, what's up? Going for a drive with my chimp. And some asshole child threw a empty soda can through the window, the open window, and hit Travis with it. Oh, my God. And he unbuckled his seatbelt because, (gasps) you know, he can do anything. Yeah. He got out of the car. He... Can you imagine being this kid? I'd fucking shit So myself. there wasn't a whole lot of detail on, like, okay. what happened. The kid, I expect, just, like, booked it. I But my he, got, <laughs> he got out of the car, and he just ran around for two hours. Nobody could capture him. He was, like, knuckle running <gasps> around, oh rolling around. I know. Rolling around in intersections, blocking traffic. This for two hours straight. No cops could get a hold of him. No one could, like, coax him with cookies or anything. No, he was cause... in the middle of streets. And he was apparently smacking cops on the behind like it was a joke. But they... All right. So they couldn't coax him. Eventually, he tired himself out after two hours and got back in the car himself and just buckled his seatbelt again. So... It's, it's like, so hard because I want to, like, almost picture as him as being human and, like, doing that just to be an asshole. Right. But, like, at the same time, it's still an animal, and I don't think he even understands what he's doing. No, I agree with you. And the whole town did see it as a joke because they, they love Travis. They do. He, he can do no wrong. He's just a sweet, innocent BB, even though at this point, at this point, he's eight years old. And guess at what age they become fully sexualized adults? Nine. Seven. Oh, oh. <laughs> so like, he's past it. Pretending to be that neighbor, I'm over it. He's not cute anymore. So it's not like he was aggressive. And all the cops agreed, like, nobody pressed charges or anything because mm-hmm. everyone agreed he wasn't being aggressive. But the simple fact that they could not get him to stop, he wouldn't listen. That's For the scary. first time, he had, like, a big... Temper tantrum. Yeah, a big show where he refused to listen to his owner. And that's 
right there should just be like a sign that you can't own this giant wild creature because there was one time he didn't listen to me and things could have gone really bad and the thing is too is like even dogs know when they when they have that kind of power over their owner right right. i'm sure he kind of knew too and let's be honest if you're a car and you want to get home and there's a monkey in the middle of the street like you just you just want to go home like two hours i'm sorry no thanks go thanks like i'm just gonna go ahead and (laughs) Like, it's not cute anymore. Can you imagine he, like, flips over my small vehicle? <laughs> I'm trying to get he around He breathes him. on it. He breathes on it. Just fuck kind of rolls over. He breathes on your little Mazda. What is it? It's a Mitsubishi oh. Mirage. Mitsubishi Mirage. Just like. It's small. Oh gosh, it's it's so cute. Well, I, we both have small cars. We have cars. small cars. <laughs> um, <laughs> just thinking about it. Sorry. I know. We do. It's fine. So he had so a temper tantrum. he had a temper tantrum. Again, no no um charges were filed but he was quote-unquote grounded the next day like a child Mm -hmm. uh the state department of environmental protection was aware of what happened and aware you ready for this are you ready for this i'm yawning yes and aware that the heralds were in violation of a new statute that required a permit to keep a primate over 50 pounds it gets better i don't think he was over 50 at that point right (laughs) they determined oh my god i hate this part they determined that no action should be taken because it would probably amount to nothing and the battle to quote take custody of a local celebrity would probably be unwinnable okay but like so they straight up just didn't do anything that's that was the how they described it they were just like oh he's a celebrity it's it came into effect after she got him. It's you know, it's, it's just whatever. At I this feel point. like there's permits for a reason though, because it's like there's certain kind of animals that you need a certain amount of education on them in order to have them. So she, if I'm understanding what I read correctly, she just got him and didn't need to sign anything for it. She didn't. It was like adopting a cat. She didn't need to do anything. Now you need a permit, mm-hmm. clearly, but they didn't care at that point. They're like, ah, oh, she's already got him. Whatever. I'm like, oh, okay, that's safe. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, Stanford's animal control officer felt differently, though. So thank God the voice of reason. Mm -hmm. And he spoke to Sandy about Travis being a fully sexualized adult chimpanzee. And that he, like, schooled her on a course of uh, zoology and said, you know, in the wild, chimpanzees will literally just have sex with multiple people whenever they want, non-monogamously, just, like, whenever they feel like it. Seriously. I would be so scared. Like, just at any point, they're like, Hoo. all right. Fun. Can I insert a fun fact? <laughs> After we're talking about that, I'm going to insert it I right w- now. <laughs> so most of the times when you go swimming with dolphins, they're with female dark dolphins. Because they when, do that, right? Well, yeah. When, like, male dolphins are really horny, so they were having problems with, like, people dying of drowning. because people the dolphins, dying? Yeah, because dolphins, the, the males would start humping them, like, trying to have sex with them and, like, bring them under the water. Oh, my God. <laughs> died i'm not laughing at the people who died oh but like can you imagine you're just what like, a way to go you're just oh i'm swimming with the- oh my god He agreed and tried to explain to her <laughs> that adult chimps were known to be unpredictable and potentially violent, uh, and that owning Travis throughout his possible 50 to 60 year lifetime oh wasn't God. feasible because of this. He's like, hey, listen, your chimp, 
He's like a sexy freak. You need to understand this. <laughs> sexy freak. Sexy freak. freak. He's super sexy freak. <laughs> All right. <sighs> so Sandy was like, "All right." I'll think about that. I'll mull it over in the noggin. And, you know, he wasn't saying you need to get rid of him, but he was just like war- like a warning Yeah, you after need to this watch incident. Out. She was like, all right, I'll think about it. She thought about it for like four seconds. She's, she's like, she's way too attached to this To ever ape, see him do it wrong. Chimp to understand that he's a wild animal. It's like part of her brain just doesn't care that he's a wild animal. To her, he's not. And to I her, like, he's a child. I feel like even how she's treating him, like – even if you were to do this to a person, like, that person would get some mental problems being so sheltered and, like, spoiled. Does that kind of make sense? I don't – see, I don't know if she did spoil him or shelter him too much. We're, we're getting into, like, his, his second half of his life, which is pretty Like, sleeping in the bed, being able to drive the car. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there were th- things that he probably got away with that he shouldn't have as a mm-hmm. if he was a human child, maybe because she probably thought it was cute or unique or quirky. Mm-hmm. Look at me. It's, no, it seems like she couldn't really say no. Possibly, I don't I have don't proof, know. but could I could be... see that being the case. But we don't know. We don't know. Oh no. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so she decided to ignore those words of warning mm-hmm. uh, because she says Travis never showed even the tiniest bit of violent behavior, which is true yeah, to an extent. However, in Sandy's mind, it's true. But a woman was interviewed after the attack Mm -hmm. and said that she met Travis when it was, I think, 92. So, sorry, 90. (laughs) He was two. Uh It was 97 or 98, I think. Uh Um, But he was young. And she said that... She saw him in the car, like a Corvette, of course, with Sandy. And she was like, oh, my gosh, I love chimpanzees. Can I pet him? Or, you know, whatever. Can I say hi mm-hmm. to him? And Sandy was like, yeah, of course. Go ahead. And so she sticks her hand out to pet him. And he grabs onto her hand and tries to, like, pull her into the car and bites her hand. And was this incident reported at the time? It was. Did anything oh, really? happen? No. No. So a couple things. Sandy will also say her side of that story, which is this woman came up and just just threw her hand in there. Like, why would you just because you told her she could pet your your animal. Why she's going to reach her hand out, you know, and you wouldn't like make up like that. She said that you could pet her. I feel like you'd be like, oh, you know, it would have been fine. But then he went after my hand like, you know, but even still, let's say the woman did throw her hand out without permission. Let's just say it. Mm hmm. If you do that to a dog and a dog bites another person, do you, you know what happens, right? Yeah. Do you, like I I, don't I think about it, but yeah. Yeah, it's not. If your dog bites somebody and draws blood, that's a big problem, mm-hmm. huge. And it's not like people just ignore it, like oh, it's it's just a dog, it's fine. No, that's you 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 could possibly have your dog put down for that. Yeah. But there was no reprimanding for this chimpanzee that bit this woman's hand. It's like she reported it. Mm-hmm. and nothing came of it which baffles me i'm like if that was a dog would they have paid attention more i don't know it was really weird but it did happen because even sandy corroborated it that it happened mm-hmm. this woman wasn't just making shit up so in 2005 sandy suffers more loss which it's it's such a hard thing to deal with in my head because as much as i don't like what she does 
part of me is like maybe she had a reason for doing it all because mm-hmm. she just her husband died of cancer in 2005 oh, my so gosh. she she her parents were already dead at that point so she's no parents she's got no daughter she has no husband now like she's it's losing like everybody she has it's really Travis. really sad he dies of cancer and so she was completely alone just her and travis now mm-hmm. uh, she latched onto him as her only joy left in the world And she ignored all kinds of condolences. She stopped talking to a lot of friends, ignored her relationships. She became depressed. She became a recluse. So Jerry did tell her when she, when he was on his deathbed, basically, he said, what are you going to do about Travis when I die? Because he knew at that point that he was dying. And he told her that he wanted her to give him away to a sanctuary. He didn't, Mm -hmm. he said, you can't take care of him on your own I don't you know not that I don't think you're capable or anything but like he's he's too much for just one person to take care of uh but she said when when Jerry died she just simply couldn't like it was all she had left in this world so she needed him you know even though it would have been the smart thing yeah to do uh yeah she's just like I'm too attached to him he's my only joy left so I'm keeping him so Sandy reunited with Charla around this time. Um, I'm guessing just she was like, hey, I'm lonely. Or Charla came back and said, hey. And then at that point, she noticed she was lonely. Mm-hmm. Or um, She took – so Charla had a daughter at this time too. Took her and her daughter in, and now they all lived together with Travis. But I guess Charla and her daughter lived on like a on the property, but it was like a different house mm-hmm. on the property. Um, not in the same actual building. <clears throat> And Sandy gave her a job at the towing company as well. So they worked together every day and uh, she knew Travis and everything. And for four years, now this is where things take a turn, like a Mm -hmm. sharp turn. After Jerry died, things just changed. Because I'm sure it was hard for Travis. It was. Like it was huge. I mean, there was so much I could have taken notes on and I didn't want to make it too long, but it did talk about how Travis noticed the loss and suffered as well. It It was sad. He is... Very humanistic. Yeah. And so you, he was like, he would like stare at pictures of him on the wall and stuff and like, you know, like show some kind of like upset emotions over it. It's crazy. So she had to take all the pictures down of him and so it would stop upsetting Travis. Um, yeah, that's real sad. Yeah. So for four years after his death, so what did I say? He died in 2005. So up until 2009, I say four years because guess what 2009 was, the incident. Mm-hmm. So basically after he died up until the incident, Travis barely left home and Sandley also barely left home. In 2009, this is when he was 14 years old, five feet tall. Now, he was 200 pounds at the time of the incident. Mm-hmm. I will say that there was one article I looked at that said he was 240 pounds. But everywhere else said he was 200. So I'm just going to think he's 200 because 240, it's like, would he be dead? Maybe. So, like, look at me right now and imagine me double my weight. <laughs> yeah. Because Joy is five feet tall. And <laughs> wait. What? Double your weight is not 240. Oh, but... no. I'm, I'm like 105. Yeah. I'm like, you don't. I was that. thinking about the 200. Never mind. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. He, I don't think he was actually 240. I don't know why that one said it because everywhere like, else says 200 i feel like he'd be like a ball and like just rolling. i'm gonna show you a picture i want to see this picture of I'm actually I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you one now so you, you can, have to I post can... it later too for oh i will to see. i'm oh, gonna yeah. capture your reaction to this <laughs> this he's so fat 
Oh, that looks like a meme. <laughs> <laughs> He's huge. Like it looks like a meme. Oh god. Uh, I, I, I just like picture like seventies porn music in the back. Oh that no. Picture. <laughs> oh, oh my god. My god. <laughs> Never mind. <clears throat> <clears throat> so this is where you are right. Okay. Uh-huh. This when in the beginning when you said this and I was like you totally got it on the on the nose. Uh-huh. Here we go. This is the time when he became depressed too and he spent all of his time just laying around, snacking, watching TV and surfing the computer. That's all he did. He never left the house. You just described me. I <laughs> Shut up. He literally was like a depressed human being. Oh my he just gosh. it's very sad because I like not I like to think that's the wrong wording. I think Mm-hmm. Sandy's behavior wore off on him. I don't think he would have been oh. like that if she had reacted different. And I'm not blaming her for reacting that way to the loss. You know, yeah. being sad or being depressed after a loss is normal and you should get help. But yeah. it's not like it's like, how dare you? But it, it's very sad that it happened with both of them. They both were just reclusive. And because of that, Travis never left, never got exercise and just laid around all day eating. Oh, poor baby. Yeah, it's... They could have like gone to a sanctuary and just been like, I know. happy. I know. I I know. But then how would Sandy have fared? Would she yeah. been okay with getting rid of the last it's love like in her life? A, maybe she could work there. Yeah. Maybe. That, that would have been a good maybe worked. She that would have been a yeah. Yep. Good point. I should have talked to her how many years ago this was. <laughs> uh this well, two thousand five when he died. Oh damn. Oh, yeah, because it started in 2009. Can you believe that that's going to be 10 years ago? Please don't talk to me. In, like, please, a month. Please stop. I'm sorry. Leave. I'll leave. <laughs> <laughs> Insert door sound here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. We're getting into the incident. February 16th, 2009. Okay. So Sandy and Charla had just returned from a trip to the Mohegan Sun Casino. Sandy took Charla to get her hair dyed and curled mm-hmm. before going in in case they, quote unquote, met eligible men. Ooh, how old was Carla or Charla? Charla? I actually don't. I don't know. Out of everything I saw, I just didn't see her age. Wait, She was an she 18-year-old the- runaway back in like the late 90s. Okay. So, or like early 90s. Okay. So she's maybe like 20, 30? Yeah-ish. Because okay. she doesn't look that old in her pictures. I'm guessing she's probably like early 30s okay yeah so again eligible men ho 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 hanging out with like a 70 year old not that there's anything wrong with that i'd do it (laughs) why did you say it i'm sorry i take it back (laughs) (laughs) sorry graham i'll hang out with you more (laughs) so they get back from this fun event and immediately sandy notices that travis is like irritable and kind of like not quite normal he's just Mm -hmm. a little off and she's like why are you so like like you can't relax and you're you're restless and you can't he didn't want to do any activities there's like 40 million things he could have done in the house but he didn't want to do any of them like i feel like chimpanzees really are good at showing their emotions too and i feel like that would be very unnerving to see what do you oh to see him showing emotions just to see him like you could like just the way you're just like describing it i could see Uh him like being upset like you know yeah it's like you can see when they expressions too like it's crazy not wanting to do things not wanting to like they look mad when they're like i can see how there's such a fine line between treating it like a a human and an animal Mm -hmm. and right now to me i can only see them as animals Mm -hmm. i just never been around one and i can understand how 
she saw it as a human and just mm-hmm. refused to see it as an animal. Um, but for me, it's hard to, to understand that or to feel that. So here we go. <sighs> Sandy makes a very weird choice. Okay. Okay. So she notices him meandering around is like, all right, why won't you relax? What's wrong with you? Why are you all like today? Mm-hmm. So she's like, I know what will help. Oh, no. Take a guess. I, you're not going to get it, but I still want you to guess what she tries like, to do to get him to calm down. Ice cream, coffee. Okay, ice cream and ice cream is something he had like every day. So it's not. Lucky. Uh, think of like things that people do to calm Alcohol. Down. No, that's a good guess. She gets him high. Is it Closer. Marijuana? Closer. Coke. Not, is not it so not close. Not <laughs> <laughs> Back off a little. <laughs> I don't know that people do cocaine to calm down. Uh, <laughs> look, I, I abort. Um, what? Okay, so sleeping medication. Closer. Nyquil. All right, here we go. Okay, I'm gonna like. I'm gonna make you stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. She went ahead and was like, "Here we go. This is safe." Dropped some Xanax in his <gasps> tea. Like, just straight up gave a chimpanzee some Xanax, because why not? <laughs> oh, my God. All right, guys, listen. I've taken Xanax before. I was actually on Xanax for a while because I had pretty severe panic disorder. So I've taken my fair share of Xanax. I'm going to tell you right now. It, like, levels you out. Like, like you're you're out. You're so, like, what is going on right now? Like, almost like you took a pain, a strong pain medicine. You're mm-hmm. just so... Like, floaty and relaxed is a good mm-hmm. way to put it. Does that happen when, when Travis takes the Xanax? No. No, that doesn't. But there's... It probably... I feel like it wouldn't be strong enough for him, and then he'd start to get confused, like, why something's off Here. and get frustrated. There's a lot of different questions about it, but uh-huh. I think the most important thing about why the Xanax doesn't really matter, I think, the, the effect of the Xanax I don't think has any part in this is because he attacked Charla five minutes after he took the Xanax. Oh. And Xanax takes like 15 minutes to start taking effect, oh. to start, and like 45 minutes to feel like the full effect. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, if she gave it to him and then five minutes later he attacked, he was just already really angry and the Xanax didn't help or anger him, in my opinion. Can you imagine if it was like 10 minutes later, he didn't, maybe it wouldn't have happened. Because it's crazy, right? I don't, That's I don't know. So crazy. So she gives him some Xanax and his tea is like, oh, here you go. Here you go. It must have tasted terrible, by the way. Maybe that's why he was upset. Maybe I would have been pissed. <laughs> like this, disgusting. This did not calm him down, and he five minutes later took her car keys and just like, whoop, bye, left the through the front door. Like just took her car keys and was <gasps> like, bye, bitch, leaves. Okay. Oh my god. Like, all right. So, oh my at God. the yeah, at the point that he leaves the front door, Sandy's like, "Oh my God, can't do this on my own." So she calls up Charla, who's you know on the property in another like a little guest house. Calls up Charla and is like, "I need your help to coax him back into the house because he left with my keys and I can't you know get him to listen to me." Call the cops. <sighs> Call animal control. Yeah, I don't. Th- I again, we say this with the knowledge of like for for thought is that what it, no the knowledge of what we After know thought, i don't know <laughs> like but here's like okay here's here's the thing though she knew that he was getting upset that's yeah. the point where you need to realize this is an animal not a person there's no way she thought of that oh, she should have but there's no way she no matter what he did 
All right, here we go. We're just going to keep on. So maybe she was scared that they would take him away from her. That's definitely a fear that she had. Yeah. She did not want him taken away. Travis was running from car to car outside, wanting to go for a ride. Clearly, he, he didn't immediately take the keys and like go driving away. He just went outside with the keys and was like dancing around like, car hey, hey, did they just have a ton of cars or was it? Other I think they cars? like Charla's car was there. I think Sandy oh, had two okay. cars like the, the tow truck business. I just pictured like car. this line of cars <laughs> at the end of the Batmobile. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Carry on. OK. So, yeah, he's jumping around from the cars, like trying to get her attention, saying, I want to go for a ride. Which, I guess, was something he had done before because she knew what it meant. So Sandra said that uh, Charla volunteered on the phone to come help. But Charla later says, no, Sandy asked me to come help. Not like it matters that much. But I, I'm going to try to word this correctly. I do feel like in the aftermath, how Sandy says, no, Charla agreed to come help. is kind of like her saying, oh, it's Charla's fault this happened. Mm-hmm. Well, I get that feeling. Like, I get that feeling because, like, if if she just because Charla, I don't see why Charla has a reason to lie. Car- Charla is fine if she had said like, "Oh yeah, I offered to help, so I came." Like, why would that matter whether she says she offered well, or like... was asked? So I am inclined to believe Charla and that Sandy asked her to come help. But Sandy's like, "Oh, I gotta save face and and make it seem like Charla wanted to come, so people don't get mad at me." I just got that feeling from it, from the fact that they were, like, fighting, trying to say who was right and who said what in the aftermath. I'm like, why does it matter so much? Why are you – Sandy, why does it matter? Yeah. It was just weird to me. Uh, Yeah, that was just a little strange thought. So Charlie heads over, and she walks up to – from, like, about 35 feet away – and she holds up a red Tickle Me Elmo toy, which apparently was one of Travis's favorite toys. And she was trying to use it to, like, you know, give to be like, hey, mm-hmm. I got your toy. Come here so we can calm down and come into the house with me kind yeah. of thing. So she's, like, wiggling it around in front of her face. Travis uh, knuckle runs toward her. Wait, this is Charla waving the toy, yes. right? Okay. Yes. So Travis knuckle runs toward her, um, which isn't a weird thing. You know, they uh-huh. run up to people yeah. and say hi. What was weird is how he reared up on his hind legs as he got close to her and just smashed her to the ground and then into her car. So, all right. Oh, my God. We are going to just think for a second mm-hmm. how it would feel for somebody who is 200 pounds and five to six times stronger than a normal human being at that same size. Mm-hmm. How it would feel to be smashed into your car at like full speed. I'm shocked she did not die. It's truly a miracle that she's not yeah. dead. Because that wasn't, obviously, that wasn't the only injury she had. Mm-mm. So I'm going to, I'm just going to go ahead and play some audio for you, okay? Oh, my God. I have the 911 call that Sandy made. It's time for 911. Where's your emergency? Oh, this is Sandy. 231 Rock, Rock Crimmon Road. What's Send the problem? The police. Send the police. What's the problem there? The, the, the chip killed my, my friend. What's the problem with your friend? Oh, please. What's the problem with your friend? I need to know. Get the police up with a gun. With a gun. Hurry you're, up. You're off the gun. Please, hurry up. He's killing my girlfriend. What is the problem? He's killing my friend. Who's killing your friend? My chimpanzee. 
Oh, your chimpanzee is calling your friend. He ripped their part. Hurry up. With a gun. Hurry up, please. There's someone on the way. With guns, please. You showed him. What is the monkey doing? Tell me what the monkey's doing. He ripped their face off. He ripped their face off? He tried to attack me. Okay, I need you to calm down a little bit. They're on the way. Can you put yourself away? I don't want the monkey attacking you. Please, hurry up. Listen to me. Uh, they're on the way, ma'am. They got to shoot them, please. Please, hurry, hurry. Are you there with your friend? I need you to help your friend. Can you go help your friend? I can't. He tried to attack me now. Is he still there with your friend? Yes. Okay, so then back off. Then don't get any closer, okay? They're already on the way. Please. If the monkey moves away from your friend, let me know, okay? So we can try I to help your friend. No. No, I can't. She's dead. She's dead. Why Why are you saying that she's dead? She's dead. He ripped her apart. He ripped what apart? Her face? My, everything. He ripped her apart? I think I'm going to play. I think I'm going to pass no, out. No, just breathe, okay? I'm going to stay I with you on the phone until they get there. Listen, please, hurry. Please, please, hurry. <laughs> oh, my God. they got to have their guns out. They got out their guns out. Listen to me. Oh my God. Is this your monkey or whose monkey yes. is it? It's your monkey. No, it's mine. How, how, do you know how big he is? How, yes, how many 200 pounds? 400 pounds. 400? 200. 200 pounds? Listen to me, please. Where are they? Where are they? And he's a chimp, correct? Yes. Where, where are they? They're going your way. They're going as fast as they can your way, okay? Please. Please go faster. The monkey still by your friend, or can you get close to your friend? Okay, I need you to calm down for me. I know it's hard, okay? I know it's hard, but they're going as fast as they can your way, okay? Oh my God, please! <laughs> they tell them they gotta shoot him because I tried stabbing him, and he's not, and it made him worse. Okay, please. Have them shoot him. They will. Sandra, I already have the fire department close by, okay? So as soon as the police get there, the fire department is going to move in, okay? The fire department can't move in yet, but as soon as the police officers show up... Please tell them. Shoot him because he's going to try to attack me now. Just breathe, Sandra. Shoot him! Shoot him! Sandra, stay in your car. Shoot him! Sandra, I need you to stay in your car. Shoot him, please. I tried stabbing him. And, and he's hurt now, too. So so he's going to attack anybody. I can't get out of this car. Lock your doors on your car and stay it, there with me. It don't matter. It don't matter. It don't matter. He will rip the doors right Sandra, open. just do what I'm telling please, you to. Stay in the car. The police officers will handle it. Please tell him to shoot him. They did, Sandra. They're shooting at him already, okay? But he's not dead. I know. They will continue until he's dead, okay? I just need you to stay on the phone with me and breathe. He's not dead. He's not dead. He's not dead. Oh, God. Oh, God. So, what do you think of that, Joy? Yeah. It's pretty horrific. I don't, like... What? Yeah. The beginning is so horrifying to me because you can just clearly hear him screaming in the background. Like, like just monkeys. Oh, my God. God. So, yeah, what do you think? I. 
I wasn't expecting that. Really? Oh my god. So was she in the car the whole time? I thought she was in the house. So here we go. I'm going to explain kind of what happened. Oh my gosh. Like the minute like she said he's eating her. Oh my god. And like just the like he just ripped off her face like it's horrific. Uh, oh, okay. Oh my god. So this is the gruesome part. A little fair warning. Okay. Even ready. though that warning is probably way too late at this point, but you're listening to this mm-hmm. podcast, so that means that you probably are into this stuff, which is fine. <laughs> so Charla was red with blood immediately after being knocked into her car, and then she was knocked to the ground. Mm-hmm. Sandy came over at that point because Sandy was she was in her house, but she was like in the doorway watching uh-huh. um, Travis at that point. So she, he she saw what happened. Sandy came over to hit him with a snow shovel to get him to stop, mm-hmm. but he did not react. So imagine this this chimp attacking your friend, and you're just right behind it. Just and at that point, she desperate. just knew that she had no control. Yeah. She grabbed a butcher knife from the house, so she ran back inside, ran back outside with this butcher knife, stabbed him three times in the back, and he apparently turned around with like this horrible, menacing, confused look on his face and just turned back around and continued attacking her. So at that point, Sandy ran to her car shut and locked the doors. But doesn't he have the keys? Maybe. I, I don't I don't know which car he had the keys to. So maybe oh she got into one that I don't know. I feel like she probably wasn't thinking at that point. Yeah. Um. So the th- authorities got there. They found Charla. Oh, my God. All right. Here we go. Oh, my God. They found Charla covered in nearly half of her blood supply, almost naked. Travis was roaming the property. He approached the cop car when it pulled up, and he swatted off the driver's side mirror. So he was just not calm. He was not calming Mm -hmm. down. He walked to the passenger door, but it was locked. And then he walked to the driver's side door, and it opened. Because why wasn't that locked? I don't know. I feel like the minute the passenger, I'm like locking my... It's just... Yeah. Oh, my God. So... The door opened. Travis was sitting there covered with blood from, like, his whole face, his whole upper chest was just red with blood. He bared his teeth. And at that point, the cop was, like, struggling to get his firearm out, shot him four times. And he staggered back, and then he just ran off into the house. So he didn't die immediately. He just ran, oh made him God. run off. Uh, the officers got out of the car. They oh, – this is so gross – they saw chunks of scalp and fingers littering the ground. Oh my God. They walked up to Charla. The officer later said he hoped that she was unconscious because it was so gruesome. But she wasn't. And she reached oh out God. for his leg with oh my God. a bloody stump of a hand because they were both gone. Yeah. How is she still conscious? I have no idea. I really, it's just, I can't comprehend it. I have no idea. So uh, did she still have eyes? At this point, she did. She had them. I don't know if she could see at this point, but she uh-huh. had eyes, yeah. The other officers found Travis dead in his room. So basically, he ran back into the house, into and his like, like safe space of a room and just died right there. Yeah. So after Charla gets like rushed to like the most intense hospital you've ever seen in your life, they find out her injuries. She or Travis had bitten off her nose, her eyelids, her upper jaw, her lips, and most of her scalp. He broke almost all the bones in her face. 
Later, Charla would say that she contracted a virus from Travis from that attack that would affect her eyes and cause them to have to be removed. So he didn't eat them or rip them out, but they had to be removed anyway because of a virus she got, which, side note, was another big danger of having a chimp as a pet because they contract diseases to humans like that. It's not safe. One hand was completely gone and the other was barely hanging on. Uh, She spent months, months and months, as you can imagine, in the hospital and days in critical condition where they just didn't think she'd survive. A month after the attack, her family filed a $50 million lawsuit against Sandy because she had this. She was violating a lot of stuff for having this chimp. Yeah. She did. First of all, that statute that I mentioned earlier, she didn't have a permit. Sandy said that I stabbed my own son to people who were accusing her of loving Travis more than Charla because after the incident, there were a lot of interviews that she did that very, very, very much hinted at her caring more about Travis dying and being upset about him dying than upset about Charla's injuries. Not that she wasn't upset, but it just felt that way to a lot of people, even to Charla herself. She said that when she saw Sandy in interviews that it seemed like Sandy cared more about Travis than what happened to her. So they actually never spoke again. Charla wanted to, but Sandy never visited her. and She never even visited her? Not that I read. Couldn't find any information about it. Never, they never were seen together. Like I, I don't know if it was Charla's decision, Charla's family's decision, if it was Sandy's decision. I don't know. But they didn't speak, and then Sandy died, like I said, less than two years later, so they just never, yeah. Um, but you'll, I'll, I'll, Charla says some more later. Charla's amazing person, like just truly an amazing woman. Yeah. So Sandy was upset, uh, clearly, let's, let's be honest. She lost yeah. another one of her loves of her life, and she... And that was almost killed the other person that she cared about right but there's a couple i don't know if i agree with this Mm -hmm. but there are a couple people that mention how she was so scared and telling them to come and shoot travis simply because she was afraid of being the next victim not so much because her fear over her friend but more like her fear of like he's coming for me next it did really it it did kind of seem that way but i feel like we all deal with things differently it's so hard to tell from just a phone call how she really felt yeah so that's just another thing to throw out there some people like it did seem like she's already dead please come help me yeah yeah Maybe she did just think she was dead and there was just no hope for her anymore. I mean, obviously, I don't know, but I yeah. feel like if I saw what you would was think just she was dead too, right? I would think she was dead. That much blood? Yeah, that would be hard to. I mean, her face was gone. But then it's just. Almost both of her hands were gone. Yeah. Fingers everywhere, scalp everywhere. I would think that she was dead. Yeah. Like, oh my God. So, what happened after this, as moving on with Sandy's little line of story here charla was obviously in the hospital for a long time recovering while that was happening sandy ended up buying another chimp and named chance but but chance but really (laughs) she's gonna take another chance oh boy but she had joint custody of this chimp with another woman who lived out of state so he lived out of state with this other woman the reasoning was because oh they wouldn't allow me to bring another chimp here 
not because she learned her lesson or anything, but because she was like, oh, they won't let me. So after what happened, so I'm just going to go to your place. I feel like after that, I wouldn't, even if I loved Travis. I don't get it. I would not want another chimp after that. Right? Adopt a child. He probably wouldn't let her adopt a child. And the fact that she was scared that she was next. It doesn't make sense, right? It was, it's very strange. to me. Anyway, she, she had this chimp with another woman. Sounds like, like a, (laughs) oh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, nine months after Charla's attack, she actually revealed her disfigured face on the Oprah show. So she went on TV and it was like this big, that's probably why you remember the incident Mm -hmm. kind of in the back of your mind, because it was like a big talked about thing. This woman who was horribly disfigured from this like chimpanzee that ripped her face off. Um, so she comes on there and like reveals it and everyone calls her brave and she is a very brave woman yeah. but I'm just going to go ahead and show you a picture of her face I when she went feel on like that show. I look at her. that face. Oh my god. Just like her face is gone. Like I don't know how else to explain it. Her face is not a face anymore. No. It's not a face. You can't tell that that's a face. It's very sad. What did she look like before? She was so cute before. Let me show you a picture. She was adorable. Like, honestly, like, that's so brave of her. Oh, she's so freaking cute. Yeah. Like, that's so brave of her. I feel like, honestly, if that were me and I was just attacked, I would honestly just want to die. Yeah. She, she's she got some great stuff to say, so I'll, I'll get to that. So she goes on the Oprah show, explains her injuries, explains, you know, what happened and everything. She said that... um. Charlotte said that Sandy is a troubled woman. She agrees. You know, she doesn't hate her for what happened. She just says she's a troubled woman and that hopefully now at this point, I guess, this interview that she talked about this with Sandy was already dead. Mm -hmm. She said now hopefully in death she can have some peace because she knew when she was alive she dealt with a lot of separation anxiety, Mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of loss loss in her life and just not quite stabilized because of it. Um, So she was like, you know, I, I don't. She doesn't hate her. She doesn't. She underwent experimental transplant surgery for her face and hands in 2011. Mm -hmm. Her body had a reaction um, and rejected the hand transplant and started to reject her face transplant, but got it under control. But she's hoping to get another hand transplant soon, which is crazy to me what technology and medical stuff can do today. So she has a reconstructed face today i'm gonna show you what that looks like because it's it's like crazy what i mean you saw what that perfect but it's still like just crazy that they could even exactly it's such a huge difference from what you saw before look at that holy moly what like it's a face what like some somebody donated a face to her crazy right you can just straight up what's that second picture what's what second picture the second in the square thing on the front this one dang it's her face <laughs> i know it just looks like like it looks a lot like her first picture yeah that's really amazing though mm-hmm. so now that she is oh, i mean that's a stupid question she probably still can't see right yeah she has two glass Freaking. eyes she's blind that's so cool though yeah like, that they were able to do that it's very 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 good I job i mean sure just for her to even be able to feel it like, obviously, she can't mm-hmm. see that she's a face now, but just mm-hmm. to be able to feel that right. probably feels so good. She has an aide that helps her Monday through Friday at her apartment, mm-hmm. but she actually does manage herself without hands and without vision, crazy, on the weekends, which she thinks is – it's very important that she has, like, her weekends mm-hmm. to be – Her. Um, what's the word? <laughs> I cannot think. Independent. Thank you. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> to be independent. Good. My God, I could not think of yeah. it. Yeah. 
So she tried to sue the state for $150 million because they didn't take away Travis yeah. when they should have. Um, they failed to remove him. The governor at the time knew the animal was dangerous, and she was like, hey, he knew. He didn't do anything. So she had to get permission to sue, which is interesting. And mm-hmm. it was denied because they filed <laughs> – they, they basically said that – I. I read the reason why they mm-hmm. denied it, and it did not make sense to me. So, like, even if I repeat right now, you're just going to look at me confused. But it basically said the statute was in in place to protect the public and not individuals or something like that. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense. She is the public. I d- I, exactly. <laughs> My exact reaction was, like, I don't get that. But apparently it didn't make sense to her either. So she filed a, another appeal, and they're just kind of waiting. Mm-hmm for that to go through because she doesn't think it's fair that the state knew he was dangerous but didn't protect the citizens the state says they because it could have been avoided right exactly that's that's what she's saying she's saying you guys had this law in place and didn't abide by it basically and that's why i got this happening to me it it's very dumb in my opinion but they're probably just trying to be like we don't think that people should pay for your new face or something stupid so Charla ended up settling on $4 million um, for Sandra's estate when originally they wanted $50 million. But um, unfortunately, that wasn't even enough to cover her medical bills. So her medical bills are just astronomical, which I can imagine. imagine. So she goes on to say that she thinks that she's not any different now. Or she thinks that she's still herself. She's just a little different. Things like that that she says. It's like, it's so sweet. And she she really has this really bright outlook on life where she's just like, you know, I just have to change a little, a couple of things. She's not depressed. She doesn't feel sorry for herself. She just That's really deals with it. And she's she is amazing. Uh, so that is the end of the story. But I'm going to tack on one last bit because I found a very interesting tie-in. Okay. So this is going to be really, really out of left field, but it's something that I feel like is just haunting and kind of just to like end it on. So do you – of course you do. Everyone should remember. Do you remember the Sandy Hook shooting? Yes. In Newtown, Connecticut. Do you remember the shooter's name? Do you remember him? His name's Adam Lanza. And he's fucking crazy and a horrible person. So a year before he shot up that school, like an mm-hmm. absolute terrible, oh God, horrible person, he called into a radio station or I guess a radio show. It was called Anarchy Radio. <laughs> so rude. That's badass. <laughs> oh, he's such a badass. He's so cool. Um, he calls in. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to play the recording because it's like seven minutes long and I just don't want to give this piece of shit at that time but i do want to say that he was red flags he called him with an alias so no one knew it was him no one knew it was like a warning or anything boost fucking warning he calls in about travis the chimp and he's like hey do you remember that chimp and the guy's like what and he goes on to start explaining like hey this chimp and this was like 2011 mm-hmm. so a few years after it happened and the host is like, I uh, know, I had no idea. Apparently, the show itself is it talks about anarchists, like it talks about people that do crazy things in the world, mm-hmm. like like shooters. He calls into this radio station. Much shock. He's like, listen, I just wanted to talk about this fucking chimp on your show because I think it has to do a lot with what you talk about all the time. So, some highlights of what this 
piece of talks about he says it wasn't the chimp's fault and that he reacted that way because he was depressed and overwhelmed by his sad life he said that he could have been all right you ready for this nope okay this this guy again Mm -hmm. shoots up a school of school children a year after this he says travis was just like any normal person he could have been the next mall shooter and i'm like oh god oh dear god So he just like basically says this chimp was completely domesticated. The reason why he went crazy wasn't because he was a wild animal. It was because he just simply was influenced by society. And therefore, any normal person could go crazy just like this chimp. Are you kidding me? No, that's exactly what he says. And what does he do a year later? Shoots up a school. It's fucked up. It's so creepy and such a weird connection. And he could use a wild animal to justify himself. I don't know if he used it to justify himself. Probably in his head he did. But it was just so creepy to me that he was just like, society turned him this way. Almost like saying, society turned me this way and it's not my fault and it's society. It's and your fault. <sighs> it's, it's, it was just a creepy connection that I just felt like I had to say. Oh, Very weird. So creepy. So yeah, that's the story and the horrible 911 call and it gives me like the chilly billies every time I hear it. I've got the freaking chills. It's like all the way up. That 911 call is so horrifying. Those monkey screams. Oh, dear God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well. That was quite. (laughs) God. That was intense. That was quite the episode. Like I was, that was much more serious than I was hoping it would be. (laughs) I was like, we're going to laugh. No, we're not. Oh, my God. I feel like my body's exhausted. (laughs) I feel like I'm still processing everything that just went down. Yeah. But while we're processing, I would like to say if you do, like, I mean, this is kind of a weird thing to get out of that. But if you guys ever do feel depressed or need help, go get it. There's no shame in it. Mm -hmm. I, I like, am depressed. I go see a freaking therapist, and she's pretty bomb. Yep. I have no shame. I'm pretty open about it. So don't ever be afraid to get help because there are people who can help you. I've been through like a Mm. lot of therapists and I finally found one that actually kind of helps. Okay. Yeah. She's helped me a lot, but (laughs) there's hope. Yeah. There is. So don't ever be afraid to get help. And it's not weird. Any way you react to loss or any way you react to a big life event, it's fine. It's fine. Just, just talk to somebody about it if you feel like it's affecting you. Yeah. You know, there's no right or wrong way to react so yeah well, b- besides okay. you know honestly you get me enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> you get just get help okay <laughs> all right so what have you discovered this week that has made you happy um i need some kind of pick me up i literally feel exhausted right now how come we always have to do a pick me up after your episode <laughs> <laughs> Um, let me think. What have I, what have I done this week that is a pick me up? Can you start while I think? Sure. Um, I saw Ralph breaks the internet <gasps> last weekend. Oh my god, isn't it so good? Oh, you saw it too. I did. Yeah, John dragged me to go see it. I don't see cartoons I or like kids movies. I guess very I often. Cried like a baby. Did you really? Yeah, I did. Yeah, John liked it. I was like, it's all right. I cried like a baby <laughs> in the theater, like a baby. <laughs> You know what movie I cried at in the theater recently? Bohemian Rhapsody. Really? Oh my god, I cried so hard. It's so good. I've been real emotional lately. Mama. Oh, I have something kind of fun. What? Didn't mean to make you cry. Um, so last Wednesday, I think it was, um, Isaiah and I took my chinchillas for a walk. I saw the pictures. 
And we had to get we had to get my rescue a, a leash, and it, they like, both have leashes. Yeah, yeah. So she's always had one, um, but he was a rescue from something who didn't oh. know what they were doing. Yeah, um, it's just fine. It happens, and at least they knew to call for somebody who did. Yeah. Um, so I got him this leash, and it has like a skull and crossbones on it. And <laughs> he's a chinchilla. <laughs> That's so cute. I did see the pictures. So that was a pretty big highlight. That How come you cool. have not brought these animals over? Yeah, I should. I'm ready. We can keep them in here while we're recording because we they can't would, keep the cats in here. They, they will chew probably, up all the foam. Oh, no. They'd eat all the wire in here. Everything in this room is like, it's like a playground. They just, oh my God. <laughs> they're so sweet and I love them so much, but they're so young still and they just, they don't just so cute. relax ever. <laughs> but thank you guys again for tuning in. We can't wait to see you guys next or yeah. Have you guys listened to us next week? Yeah, why not? We're talking to him next week. We'll if you guys leave us more reviews, we will read them. As oh long my as gosh, please leave us more yes. reviews and ratings. We are loving day. it. Can you even review on anywhere else besides iTunes? <sighs> I, I feel like you can't because whenever people talk about reviewing, it's always in regards to Apple Podcasts. So I think mm. I could be wrong, but I've been trying to kind of look at how you can rate, review, and subscribe. And it, you can subscribe to us on pretty much... Everywhere. most podcatchers at this point um there's a couple ones that i just haven't heard of that have been thrown out to me and i'm trying to figure it all out but okay. we are pretty well-rounded at this point we're not um on, what one small thing if you're looking for us on spotify it's kind of hard to find us it, it doesn't pop up so either type in um this is not a dream and then put either heather or joy and it pops up after that there you go yeah okay cool i was helping a client thank you i Aww. got you yeah i was like Listen. yeah tell your friends about us too <laughs> all right we're gonna go right, we're, we're leaving now bye <laughs> bye <laughs>